0: Studios. This, this is the award-winning After Nine with Scott
1: and Kat, powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed, or he'll buy it. Hey, now, what's up, what's up everybody? Welcome. Oh. The, what? Everything's
0: normal. Everything's fine. What do you mean? What's going on? Huh? <laughs> I'm fine. Everybody's fine.
1: I'm so. uh, uh What's the word for it?
0: Pissed off. Frustrated fucking living disappointed disappointed
1: you know it's cowardly 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 what's going on right now i uh i think there's a lot of doctors on that science table or just generally involved with all this shit and and they're they, they don't want to be on the wrong side of this so we're going way 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 too far in one extreme to An abundance of caution.
0: But why is it that it's either, it's got to be one way or the other? Why does it have to be so political? Why do we have, for me, the most chill, most honest doctor, which is Anthony Fauci over there in the States, telling it one way, but there's other places making it seem like certain death?
1: I saw Peter Uni last night on the CBC. He was on the National, and he was trying to explain that Omicron is actually quite dangerous and we're misunderstanding the numbers about hospitalizations and Uh, look at Denmark, look at South Africa. I am fucking looking at Denmark and I am looking at South Africa. And frankly, I don't see what you see. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why we are going to go. And this wasn't even a thing two weeks ago. This is new. Omicron. 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 And I really don't understand why when everything that we have learned preliminarily is that Very, very transmissible. And that's obvious. I mean, this thing is doubling every three days, they say now. By Saturday, it will be the dominant strand in Ontario. But it's not leading to severe outcomes. I know there was a death in the UK reported yesterday from Omicron or the person had Omicron, but we still don't even know anything about that. Mm -hmm. Was it COVID that killed them? Or was there something else at play there?
0: Yeah. And assuming that this is mild again, like, so let's go back to any other year previous to 2019. If this is really comparable to a bad, uh, let's even say a bad cold, not even a mild one. Let's say it's a bad cold. We wouldn't have shut down everything. So uh, I know they're worried about mutations. I, I understand that point because give me your worst case scenario and then let's work with that. Okay, worst case scenario, this spreads so much that it creates another variant that's a very, a, very much a scarier, uh, even worse than Delta type variant. Okay, that's a problem. But with the vaccines in play, isn't isn't everything supposed to be all okay? Or at least a, at a, on a level field here?
1: Well, listen, I had a, a good conversation on Facebook with somebody yesterday. And one of the things that, that I got from that conversation in talking to them was very simple people, and I get that you vaxxers, you pro-vaxxers, don't want to hear it. You don't. No, they don't. Let me give you a little tablespoon of reality here. The reality is people are highly skeptical of the vaccines right now. And not that they don't think it works, but what I'm getting from a lot of people is they said that was the path back to normal, I did everything they fucking told me to do. I washed my hands and I stayed away from people and I I was good during the lockdown and everything was fine. I did all that shit. I got vaxxed. Then I got my second shot. Now I'm even thinking about my third shot, but frankly, it seems like the first two aren't working. And people are having legitimate concerns about this. Why has nobody come out to address this yet? Where is the goddamn leadership where is the premier? Two weeks ago, I don't think anybody was looking for Doug. But frankly, right now, we've got something that's scaring a lot of people. And somebody needs to come out and answer some very simple questions.
0: Can I just say, I don't know if many people are scared. More so than they are scared that more restrictions will come in.
1: That's, you're Can bang we on. be fair with that? You're because for on.
0: me, I'm not scared. I'm scared they're going to fuck with my life again. That's what scares me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's people who are... Are in business that are afraid they're going to get shut down and, and what it, what did they do in Kingston what's up to our listeners in Kingston we actually have quite a few uh, I, I'm not on the ground in Kingston right now I don't know how bad it is or isn't but one thing I will say is that their chief medical officer came out yesterday and he did two things he reduced gathering sizes to five people eleven days before Christmas gathering sizes down to five people and he again attacked The restaurants. And I, for the life of me, cannot understand why that is the instinctive go to. We must attack those poor restaurant owners. So in this case, closed by 10 p.m. Alcohol, stop serving at 9 p.m. And granted, it's nice that they're still open, but I don't understand why that is the instinctive go to when everybody plain as day, can see 27,000 people jammed into uh, Tim Hortons Field for the Grey Cup on Sunday, 17,900 at the Raptors game, same amount at a Leaf game, Rock game, they're all there. the fuck is a little restaurant going to do? How bad could that possibly be?
0: Yeah, don't mess with those small businesses again.
1: Well, here's what happens, because I don't know what Kieran Moore is going to say today, but I'm fully intending to tune most of it out because when this guy talks, he's just not, I feel like he's lying to me. I feel like he's not being honest. And, and I'm not saying he's a dishonest person. Maybe he truly does believe that schools are safe, but frankly, everything that we've seen so far says that there's a lot of spread happening in schools. So for him to come out and insist that that's a, not a problem to me is a problem at least acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. at least acknowledge that there's people out there who are hearing your messaging, go get your booster, go get your booster, but two things are in their head right now. Number one, why? Unless you're an elderly person or have some underlying health conditions, it seems like Omicron's not that bad. A mild inconvenience for almost everybody who catches it. So if that's the case, why are we going to go to an extreme? Why do we need a booster? Mm -hmm. And the other thing they want to know is... Why have you guys not come out and explained what's going on with the vaccine? You all said it was good. And I, I still, for the most part, believe you. I think that there's a reason that our ICU numbers and hospitalizations are as low as they are with cases climbing. And I think that probably does have to do with the vaccine. But either way, people are asking themselves... Why would I need three shots of this shit in six months, an average of two months in between shots? Why would I need that if I'm already what you guys told us was on the path to back to normal? And why are all these people that are fully vaxxed when you said that was what we had to do catching COVID? Yeah. Why is that happening? And maybe there's a great explanation for it. Maybe the scientists can come out and give you a clear cut, articulate answer. But I haven't seen anybody do it yet. No Christine, no Kieran, no goddamn Doug. Nobody has come out and said, we get that there's people out there who are a little skeptical about the vaccines right now. And and yeah, we told you it was safe and effective and it works and blah, blah, blah. But here's the reason that you're seeing so many infections. And don't lie to us. That's not the time to lie. Don't spin it. Just be fucking honest. That's all I want is a little honesty because
0: I feel like we are lacking that. That's all I want. And let the science speak. But, but what is this actually speaking here? Is it politics? Are you worried about something? Or is it science? So we asked this morning for your honest temperature check, basically, of how you're feeling. I want to read some of these text messages. Sarah says, how am I feeling? I'm over it. Almost two years now, I followed all the rules. Got double vaxxed. Kept my circle small, yet here we are. I don't understand why Doug Ford won't open the boosters up for 18 plus until January 4th. And I know it sounds like major first world problems, but we postponed our wedding three times now. I don't want to have to make it four. My heart goes out to the healthcare workers who haven't had a break for two years. I have friends working on COVID units. They're burnt out and rant. Okay, Sarah, that's totally fair.
1: Yeah, I don't even consider that a rant. That's a very common sense thing to say. Very much.
0: How is that not fair? That is extremely common sense. It's fair. I feel like I've been, for me personally, I've been the good girl who has worked really hard in class, got her papers in on time, studied, and I'm still being fucking punished. Mm -hmm. That's how it feels. I'm frustrated. Uh, This person says, I'm so done. The government's consistently restricting the wrong things just for the sake of looking like they're doing something. Either vaccines work or they don't.
1: Listen, they're going to come back to, if they decide to go with restrictions, and again, we don't know that they will. As we record, it's uh, 9.45 right now. Whatever they announce at 3 o'clock today, if they announce anything at all, they're likely going to go back to the same old tired bullshit that they threw at Delta and Wave 1 and Wave 2, limit mobility. You guys played with that mobility data for so fucking long, and I'm convinced that not a one of you understands how to properly interpret it. That's an issue. And this restrict mobility thing, you got to get over that. That was fine at a time. But right now, until you show us, here's how dangerous Omicron is, people aren't going to take it seriously. I'm not taking it seriously. I am no more worried about catching Omicron than I am of catching a cold. I don't want to catch a cold. I don't want to catch Omicron. I don't. So I'm just going to keep doing what I've been told and what I know works, staying away from other people and wearing a mask when I can't distance. I'll do those things, but stop fucking with people's lives. You know, it's funny. If they announce restrictions today, I'm I'm worried that there's going to be people who say, "Ah, a lot of uncertainty coming. You know what? Let's dial back Christmas this year. You know, what, maybe we don't need to be spending well, uh, money on a PS5. You know, maybe we'll save that until the new well, year.
0: I mean, for the most part, based on what we talked about and we, we what we've heard and we've heard feedback from literally hundreds of people this morning, people do not plan to change their plans. Right. They're going to stay on track with what they plan to do. The problem lies with what is restricted in terms of you literally cannot do people who have planned trips. Maybe not just over the holidays, but in January, February, worrying about that. Do I stop that? Do I cancel that? Are they going to fuck with that? School. School's a huge one. School is a massive one that affects so many people. There. Once again, we're going to deal with those problems if they touch it, Scott. We're going to deal with the problems of I can't take time off work, but my kid's out of school. Uh, let's let's see if we can take a phone call here and uh, see what's going on. Hey, what's up?
2: Bad much. How's it going, guys? We're going Good. great. What's your name? Marco.
1: Marco, what's up, dude?
2: Not much, man. Just on the road, you L- know. Let me ask you.
1: <laughs> let me take your temperature here. How are you feeling about Omicron? Right. How are you feeling about the holidays? Are you changing anything? Are you racing out to get your booster booked? Nah,
2: a booster, not going to get that booked. I did my two, you know, like. Yeah. I go to the States every day. I don't wear a mask. Like, you know, like. It's,
0: it's different just, there, isn't it, Marco? Oh, like,
2: big time. Huge. Like, you know, you will You cross the border and it's like a whole different atmosphere. It's like, you know, everything's back to normal. They're living their life.
0: Do you wish Uh, it was like that here, Marco?
2: Oh, 100%. 100%. You know, like, yeah, the states have a bad case count, you know, but they're still living their life like, you know, it's intended and not living scared or whatever, like we're living up here and, you know.
1: You know, you asked or you made a good point there, and I want to follow up on that because I think I might be in a similar predicament to you. You're double vaxxed. Right. You did what you were asked to do, and now they're they're really fucking pushing these these vaccines uh, as a booster, the third shot. Got to have the third shot. They, they're saying you might not even be fully vaxxed or considered fully vaxxed until you've had at least a third shot. Exactly. What, what's making you hesitant about getting it? Because I can't quite put my finger on why I'm hesitant, but I haven't booked my booster, and I don't know if I'm going to anytime soon
2: i'm hesitant it's just honestly i'm just I'm, I'm just fed up at this point like you know like mm-hmm. most of the people that don't get to cross the border every day you know they don't see how it is anywhere else right they see how it is in kw like toronto area whatever they're from right and they just the media is just scaring them right you know what i mean yeah like, and that- omicron's so bad this and that but it's yeah just it, another
1: flu <laughs> it doesn't seem that
0: That's bad what it, and, yeah. and you know I, I i worry i i'm always walking on eggshells saying it but it really is at this point from what we can tell and depending on what doctor you listen to which is frustrating um a, a, a mild cold or a very light flu so why the fuck why aren't we doing this with every flu every year you know
1: it's a I, I know great question marco we got to go to another call but thanks for calling no, take Bob. care buddy <laughs> hey it's after nine
0: I just wanted to call and say hi hi, hi. who are you
3: <laughs> i'm good how are you
2: we're good.
1: great thank you what's your name tony tony yes do we know you
3: um well i text
0: all the time and i actually made your shirt
1: you made my sh- oh are you <gasps> made the shirt that i don't like people near me The the bubble
0: away? Yeah. you he had a yeah. bubble before bubbles were cool
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that shirt. That's a great shirt. So good. Well done, Tony. Do you make those on the side? Do you have a business or a side hustle that does that?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Do you have a Facebook page like, or something? I do have a Facebook page.
1: Do you want to promote it?
0: Sure. It's called Creative Minds. Creative,
1: Creative Minds. Minds on Facebook.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Do you yeah. ship? Do you ship across, uh, you know, Ontario or Canada?
3: I, I haven't
1: yet, but I would. Okay. Great. Hey, are you worried yeah. about Omicron? No, not really. <laughs> kind of seems like everybody <laughs> yeah, we're talking to, so everybody is saying the same thing. Is, this is
0: what I mean, and this is I go back. I, you know, we were talking Tony to someone named Marco right before you, who mentioned something that uh, it irks me that people think this way because he mentioned something about the way the media is making it sound, and it pisses me off because not that what he's saying pisses me off. He's absolutely right. I see it everywhere too. We can't help but avoid. Yeah. You know, you can't avoid people talking about Omicron, but. Are they are they when I say they I don't like we're in the media technically nobody's pushing us to say one thing or the other we're just given these reports and we are passing on information from doctors and we are passing on information from you know whatever the the political heads might be whether it's a federal situation or or a provincial situation we're we're telling people that so does it make it seem like we are pushing it on people I don't know like sometimes it worries me because I'm just as fucking frustrated as everybody else, Tony, and I hear it in your voice that it doesn't worry you. I'm on the same page, so you're not canceling any plans? No. Okay.
2: I
3: I went and got my vaccines done, but like in all reality, I feel like it didn't make a difference. I still have to wear a mask. I still... Yeah. Right. do have to follow all
1: the protocols, which yeah, I'll that, do
3: it to get it done and over with, but...
1: You're so right. I mean, that's what we're all doing. We're all carrying a lot of water here to try and get back to normal, but it seems like they keep pushing the finish line further and further back. And I get that yeah. they didn't know Omicron was coming. Nobody did. This wasn't even a thing two weeks ago. But yeah. now that it's here, I'm just worried they're going way over the top, jumping to conclusions, and they're going to do a lot of damage before they come out and say, if they ever even do admit and we, maybe we shouldn't have done that because it really wasn't that bad. And that's yeah. what concerns me. It, it really, really does. Uh, one more time, promote your Facebook page. Where do you make these incredible shirts?
0: Uh, creative Minds.
1: Creative Minds on Facebook. All right, Tony, thanks yeah. for the call. We appreciate you.
0: Thanks. Take care, Tony.
1: It's so good that we can finally get calls on in after nine. I mean, this has been fucking months of f- screwing mm-hmm. around with phones. It's, uh, but here we are. Uh, text message here. This one, I think this is from Alyssa, and it's in response to the question we asked this morning. How are you feeling? She says, guys, how am I feeling? Folks, as premier, I have to make the tough decisions. Mm, no, Dougie. I don't think so. There's nothing hard about your decisions. You don't want to be responsible for another influx in cases and deaths. So you're just making decisions out of fear and continuing to impose your fears on others in hopes of compliance without an uprising. But what gets me the most is this isn't going away. It's like we're all stuck on this circus loop of open and closed, gather, don't gather. And like many others... I'd like off this ride now. Mm -hmm. This government needs to learn how to live with this and get back to normal because if more restrictions and closures are imposed, I don't think anyone will be complying this time. We've done our part and so have our kids. I'll stop now before I get to the schools. Thanks for checking in, guys. Merry Christmas. Lost a caller. Uh, Hopefully things get better in the new year. And Alyssa, I agree with you. Hopefully things do get better. And it does seem like... They're gonna spin it as an abundance of caution, but it does seem like a knee-jerk reaction. And we haven't even heard what they're gonna announce yet. Yeah. We're just speculating about what they're going to announce. Hey, it's after nine. Hey, Scott. How you doing? Good, good. How are you guys? We're doing great, thank you. No, know,
0: you. we're fine. Everything's fine. No problems. Yeah.
1: Everything's normal. How about
0: how about you? Who are you?
1: Everything's normal.
0: Everything's normal.
1: <laughs> what is normal?
0: What is normal? I don't even know. I don't remember. <laughs> What's your name? This is is your old friend, Steve. Steve. Hey, Steve. How are you?
1: We're good, thank you. Steve, are you boosted yet?
2: You know what? I tried to walk in yesterday to get one, and they told me no.
1: Because you're not eligible? Because
2: I'm not eligible. I I am immunocompromised, but they were very, very um, hell-bent on the 50-plus, and, you know, I tried. Interesting. Let let me ask
1: I'm glad you said that, because let me ask another question that nobody has answered yet. Why does it fucking matter? If you've got your two shots and it's been six months, go get your booster. If we have shots, put the shots in a goddamn arm. You don't need to drag this out and we better preserve eligibility. Why? You guys had all those shots ready to go for the kids. And frankly, uptake on the kids is not impressive. I know there's some politicians who would love to go out and say, look at this. We've got 30% of the kids vaxxed. Okay, yeah. well, that's kind of underwhelming. I, I thought, based on the hype that you guys created, there'd be a lot more. So we've got yeah, those yeah. shots left over. We've got all the extra shots because we ordered millions of them that I don't know if we actually needed that many. Where are they? Yeah. Stick them in any arm. We've got more shots coming in. Just vax anybody right now. I don't understand why they're waiting till January the 4th. I personally, I'm not there yet. I don't want my booster yet. There, there's probably somebody in a developing country that could use a first shot more than I need a third one. But... If we have shots and there are people who want them, I don't understand why we're not giving them to them. Why fuck around? Steve, you tried to get a shot and couldn't get one. You wanted to no. do your part.
2: I wanted to do my part, and I would have been one less person they have to worry about when they open it up to eighteen plus. But you know, uh, <laughs> they wouldn't give it to me.
0: What's your biggest fear about what announcement might come down today or any restrictions? What's what's your fear based on what you're what's in your life right now?
2: I mean, I think everybody's worst fear is the L word, which I'm not even going to say. Yeah, don't but, you
0: dare. <laughs>
1: I Does it rhyme with "cock down"?
0: <laughs> we can swear they on this pod. We can swear on this podcast, but we don't say that shit, okay?
1: It rhymes with "cock down."
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> they better not. Yes. They, can. they, they can't. They can't possibly. They if can't they cock us,
0: us down, down, let me tell you, <laughs> I will not be happy about that. I get I cocked down, down, down on my own damn watch, okay? I'll tell you when I get cocked down. It won't be them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Uh, Steve, thanks for your time. We appreciate you calling in, buddy.
2: No problem, guys. Love the show. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers.
1: I like that. A little love the show. That's the first one. It's also the first day of callers.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> we finally got the phones working.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just been day. one issue after another. Uh, if they impose the restrictions, if they go that direction, is it going to get ugly this time? Because there's been people who have been trying to And generally, they're the ones that are labeled the anti-vaxxers. They've been trying to get it going for a while. You got to rise up. This won't stop until we tell them that's enough. I wonder if the government's calculating for that Mm -hmm. or if they actually take that seriously. I don't even know if I take that seriously. It takes a a good leader and a lot of organization to get 14 and a half million people organized. And they say they want an uprising of sorts, whatever that means. But is this the one where they're finally going to say enough's enough?
0: Well, here's the problem that I have with, it's one thing to say that and, and not and not give in to some of the restrictions. For example, businesses staying open, they're supposed to be closed, right? Love that. Fine. Great. You can control that, kind of. But when it comes to things like schools, how do you control that? How do you, you can't stay open as a school and be like, fuck the government, we're staying open. Right. And that's the one that impacts a shit ton of people, companies or another thing that have to close their doors. Like, do they run that risk? It's easier said than done. So when you say, do we dismiss it this time around? Like, what are, there's only so much in our control.
1: Another text. Guys, I'm so done with this shit. What they are doing to people and their families, losing their jobs and not even caring about people. This is for the greater good, or this greater good bullshit is getting old, and with more and more information that's coming out, the government makes no sense. People are getting vaccinated, and personally, when does it stop with the boosters? They don't know. They've got their heads up their ass. It's been two years. Get it together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of people hearing that saying, fucking preach.
0: It's seriously been two years. Like, almost, almost Exactly. We're really close and it's it, I don't when it when will it end you think of all the variants and everything else I mean I feel all this frustration guys because what's next you know there's always going to be something
1: all this talk about the Omicron variant I won't be surprised if my first day back from Matt leave in January is work from home yeah yeah uh, Chantel thanks for <laughs> yeah. that text they're already doing the whole oh you should work from home Where you, you should can. work from home as much as you possible You yeah, everybody go and work from home and well I don't have a problem with it I thought we would learn something from work from home. Wasn't part of the point of work from home showcasing the fact that we can do it from home? Well, boom, as soon as COVID wasn't a concern, there's way, way, way too many companies that said, all right, well, everybody come back to work then. Why? If it was working, why did you fuck with it? You had people working from home. They were happier. They were more productive. They were doing their job. Why did you want them back in the office? Maybe that's part of the problem. So yeah, I have no problem with them saying work from home.
0: I wonder how many. Now that's one. I thing just you, don't
1: happen to own one at the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that's one thing you can control, though, is you know, by company by company basis. If they, if they, even if yesterday that was said, right? In some places, hey, where you can do it, yeah. Some companies can be like, yeah, no, fuck that. I'm not going to get charged for it. So let's just keep things rolling here.
1: Yeah, I agree totally. Uh, another text from Aaron. I'm vaccinated and considerate. But seeing how the whole point of this is not to overwhelm the hospitals, can we talk about why the government isn't increasing hospital funding? It seems like they're constantly taking the easy way out mm. instead of making smart decisions to help us adapt to this. I mean, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm going to reservedly disagree with you for a moment there, Aaron, because one of the things that I happen to think is hospitals are exceptionally well-funded. They're one of the most well-funded things in the province. One of the most expensive things in our budget. Now, how they use that money, that we can have a great conversation about. Did all of those uh, hospital CEOs, you know, the ones that make like a million dollars a year, did all of them get their shots or did we fire any of those healthcare workers?
0: I'm assuming they got their shots to keep their paycheck, but that's just me assuming.
1: I would assume they did too when you're getting a payday like that. yep, You're not
0: doing all the, you know, a, a bunch of things that you don't want to be doing, right?
1: Hospitals are very much like charity. We would all like to think that when we donate a hundred bucks to a charity, a hundred bucks is going to that cause. Unfortunately, that's not the case because they have administrative costs and things like that. And as we've seen from the limited number of charities that have been exposed about how they spend the money that they collect, oftentimes many people have a problem with how that money is spent. And I think they would in hospitals too. All that money, all the billions we spend on healthcare in Ontario doesn't necessarily go to putting beds in hospitals and paying salaries of doctors and nurses and buying meds. There's a lot of other expenses, and some of those people are making a lot of fucking money. It's frustrating, Kat. I realize um, it has to be done, but
0: yeah, I'd I mean, like you to need, renegotiate you personally. You need people in those positions, and you hope that those are the right people in those positions, and you just, again, you just got to hope that that's for the best. Can we at least, though,
1: And this is an open-ended question. I don't expect anyone to answer it, but maybe think about it. Now that we've seen all of this happen with the restrictions and vax passports in place, if there's infections coming from, I don't know, uh, indoor dining right now, everyone in there is fully vaccinated. You have to be fully vaxxed to go to a restaurant. If these uh, infections are coming from wherever, it's vaccinated people that are catching and spreading it. Mm-hmm. We see the numbers every day from the health minister. Well, yeah. Is it time maybe to say, mm, I don't know if there's really any point in separating the vax from the unvax because it seems like the vax are catching it just as much as the unvaxed. And I know 80% of the province is vaccinated and yet 50% of the cases are coming from the other 20%. Yeah, and that's fair. The numbers don't add up. It's a little skewed there. I, I certainly get that. But whether vaxxed or not, do we need to keep going down this road? Because I don't know that it's really making a difference. But again, if it is making a difference, somebody come out and explain that. Because regular people, Doug, I'm talking to you here, regular people see what's going on and it doesn't add up with what the government is saying. Mm -hmm. And that's all they want is a little bit of clarity. What I just said probably sounds stupid to somebody listening right now because they understand it. The government needs to come out in plain and simple terms and just say, here's what's going on. Are the vax passports working? Yes, here's why. Or eh, not as well as we'd hoped.
0: Yeah, I want, simple, I want simple answers too. And I'm not so much about the vaxxed and unvaxed thing. To me, yeah, I mean, that's kind of seems to be proven that if you're vaccinated, at least the hospital rates were definitely, definitely better um, with all the vaccinations. So I don't even doubt that part. For me, it's more, this isn't going away. What's your long-term plan for the fact that this is not going away? Are you seriously going to continue to restrict and restrict and mask and booster shot and booster shot and booster shot? And I know that's not one question for one person. That's a general question for everybody involved here from, you know, vaccine scientists to doctors, to the politicians, everybody. Are we seriously going to just keep living life this way? Is this how our kids are going to grow up? Oh, new variant time. It's time for another booster. Oh, let's make sure that we we are careful. Oh, this one's mild, but it's okay.
1: Oh, it's the holidays. Lock everybody down you know, again.
0: I don't want this to be the norm. I don't like it. Nobody does. Nobody likes it. But I mean, what's your plan long term? If you know and you've said... That we can expect these mutations and these variants. It's not going to ever go away, period. So what's your fucking long-term plan? If this is what it's going to look like, that's where we have a problem.
1: Well, this is why we need to know what the long-term plans are. And I'm talking to Doug, and I'm talking to Justin. They can't
0: even plan for fucking tomorrow. They can't even plan it right. So I don't really expect that from them. I'd love it from the medical experts is what I'd like. You know, fuck the politicians. They move the goalposts way too many times. We've seen it before. Let's look at the science. You tell me the science of it all. Is this seriously? What do you suggest that we do? Because if this is the case and the mutations continue and the variants continue, it's not going to go away. It feels like it's never going to go away. What's the plan here? Just change life up completely and and keep us controlled this way? Like no one's going to want that. So tell us the long term situation. It's
1: fucked. I think when it comes to long term, Andrea, Doug and Steve all need to put a plan on the table because we have an election provincially coming up in June and this is the election kind of like it was supposed Mm -hmm. to work in the summer even though it didn't. This is the election where we should get to choose the plan and if the plan is cautious reopening, okay. If the plan is we're going to keep locking you down anytime there's a threat to public safety, public safety has to come first, okay. Well, then that's your plan. If the plan is to just get away, do away with all the restrictions and just go back to normal and if you get sick, you get sick. If you live, you live. Okay, well, then that's another plan. But let's see the plans. Everybody needs to know them.
0: Here's the problem with that, though. Nobody's honest. They will lie through their fucking teeth to get elected, and then they're going to fuck us. You assume (laughs) someone is one way, and then they get elected, and then we've seen it time and time and time again. Rarely is there ever... Well, first of all, this is... Okay, wait for it. Ready? Unprecedented, okay? So Mm -hmm. we understand that. Somebody going into this next election, whether it's you know Doug again or whatever has to deal with this for the first time from the beginning. From the get-go, they know this is what's happening going in. They can say all they want to say, but they're in power. You think Andrea Horvath is going to say exactly what she's saying? Probably not.
1: I feel like Andrea has Whatever. already told us how she feels. I feel yeah. like, yeah, all right. If, if But when
0: you're in power, it's so different. You can talk but, a big game going into it, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be loose anybody and i'm not even saying andrew horvath i don't even know what her plan is because i can't really stand listening to her for so more whatever than a minute.
1: doug's not doing
0: yeah whatever doug's not doing which is why i figure that there's got to be one party that's more let's open this up and let's just control where we can control but keep people on a on a more, more normal path uh, great you can say that but then you're in power and then sometimes you change so i don't trust that shit at all i don't trust any of them
1: hmm. okay fair We are uh, trying to do about a half-hour episode today, and I realize we're there now. And still to come, at the end of this episode, you're going to hear today's call that we did on Scott and Kat's Christmas list. Love doing these calls, but I also hate doing these calls at the same time. Uh, The need is so great this year. We didn't really get a chance to talk about anything else, but I'm just going to do one story. One story before we go, because I think that this is not just informative, but also entertaining. Unless you're this woman. She lives in Mississippi. She was playing on her phone the other day. And if you're in a relationship, you probably know that occasionally your partner's in the mood and they sneak up on you. Like, oh, hey, hey. hey how do you do? Hey, feel yeah, this. Yeah, well, look at how hard that is. Huh? Huh? What do you think of that? One of those kind of deals. So she set her phone down or she fumbled with it as the, 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 pre-sex was beginning (laughs) the pre-sex the foreplay the foreplay is a good way to put it so she still had her phone and she went and set it down but she hit the live button
0: no no uh, that's not accidental
1: she claims it was accidental she does she says about 46 people tuned in and (laughs) watched her fuck her husband on facebook live uh did they see did they have a good view? How did she put place this device? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure where yeah. it was said, but you could see little bits and pieces and you know there's a boob over there, and oh, I think I saw his dick. one of those kind of deals. <laughs> Is that an ass or a foot? I can't One of the forty six people logged on was her own father
0: Aww. who got
1: a notification that his daughter was going live and thought, oh, I better check this out.
0: Yeah, wow, 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 wow.
1: Apparently, her best friend saw it and kept trying to phone her phone. Because that interrupts the broadcast. So she interrupted the broadcast several times, but the girl never answered the phone because well, she was getting no, her fuck on. was just
0: fucking, man. Leave her alone. Let her fuck.
1: Thankfully, the woman's phone didn't broadcast too much of the visual of their sex session, but apparently the couple's moans and sighs oh, and yeah. commentary were loud me. and clear. Yeah. What would you rather... Someone watch you have sex or someone hear you have sex?
0: because I think I'd almost rather
1: the watching than the listening.
0: So watch I don't even know but, what I say but, during sex. But watch is mute.
1: Watch, watch it on mute, mute or listen or without listen. a visual.
0: Oh man. Uh listen.
1: You'd rather you would rather Probably. not have people listen. Yeah. You'd rather them be able to see you doing it but not hear you.
0: No, I'd rather them hear me hear me do it but not see me.
1: Oh, see, I don't want anyone to hear me. Why, or, do you say me. weird shit? I don't know if I say weird shit or not. And I don't know. but <laughs> you just black out? You don't know. Hey, maybe you, it's you, not weird <laughs> in sex, but it would be weird out of sex. Like, I'm having sex, so it's normal for me to say it's that. out-of-body experience. But when you're not having sex, that's a wildly inappropriate thing to hear. <laughs> Your girlfriend tells you after, like, you said something about a
0: giraffe's tail. Like, that was fucking weird, Scott. Can you not do that again? That really weirded me out. <laughs>
1: ah <laughs> uh, fuck alright we gotta go guys have yourselves a fantastic Tuesday whatever gets announced today we'll talk about it tomorrow and after 9 thank you do Marco and Steve and Tony for all calling in 519-772-4684 to call after 9 Usually anytime between around 9.35, 9.40 and shortly after 10, we've got the phones open and we take your calls here in the After 9 studio.
0: And we will have a voicemail set up soon. We're told this took a while to get going, so we're thinking probably next week. That's a week.
1: whole fucking year down the line.
0: <laughs> we're hopeful we- that next week we will have the number, though. That's what I'm told.
1: You know what's even funnier? It wasn't even our fucking idea. They were the ones who came to us and said, we should put in a phone. And we said, okay, great.
0: That was a year ago. <laughs> It took so long to get this to work.
1: And then they said, we can put a voicemail on it. And I thought, that'll never fucking happen. But okay, sure. They go ahead.
0: say, <laughs> they say next week. What do you say?
1: And you know what? Our, February. Our engineers are so great, but they they're are. so fucking busy because they're working on so many different radio yeah. stations. I almost want to get Sean in here and ask him. How fucked up is your day? (laughs) Because I know you have a lot of great ideas and you're one of the smartest men I know, but you don't have time to do these The
0: problems that they have to deal with are
1: unbelievable.
0: Like I'll come to them, I'll come to them with a problem and I feel like an idiot. Like I'll just be like, guys, I can't get this to work or whatever it is. I'm sorry. I'm locked out of my profile
1: because I forgot my password. (laughs) No,
0: it's not usually that it's something even sillier, believe it or not. But I'll be like, oh, guys, sorry, I I, I forgot to do this. Or one time I, one time I woke up poor, poor Spencer. I woke him up at like five o'clock in the morning for an issue that I could have Just resolved on my own that I realized later I could have fixed. So that kind of shit. And he still says to me, You got no idea what I deal with. This is a cakewalk. Sure. in, In dealing with certain issues and people to go along with those issues. So yeah, I'm sure they have stories. Will they tell them? Probably not, but they've got stories.
1: I'm betting that when you do computer stuff and you work with technology, More than half of the shit you deal with is not because of the technology, it's because of the people operating the the technology. It's
0: the people, it's a people problem. It really is.
1: And based on your commentary from just seconds ago, I'm guessing you're part of the problem.
0: (laughs) They tell me I'm not, but I'm sure sometimes I am.
1: I wonder what they think because, I mean, I know how to fix a lot of the issues that come up, but they won't give me the administrator passwords. And I wonder how many times do I have, but how many times do I got to get those fuckers out of bed at 5 a.m. before they say, you know what, just here's the password. It's one, two, three, four. Just go ahead and do whatever you have to do. If the password is one, two, three, four, I'm going to kick myself for not guessing that. You should have. All right. Our uh, Christmas list call from earlier this morning now seconds away. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll get this authorities in New Zealand are investigating after one man apparently got 10 COVID vaccine shots on the same day and pretended to be a different person each time. If you ask what he got, he says Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson and Johnson. A new film adaptation of the musical West Side Story was released over the weekend in theaters, and as usual, the Jets lost. The world's richest man, Elon Musk Was named Time Magazine's Person of the Year Musk received the honor for his work in space exploration And after he bought 10 million subscriptions to Time Magazine (laughs) In honor of National Brownie Day last week A Massachusetts cannabis company Created the world's largest pot brownie That weighed 850 pounds And to keep people from accidentally eating it They added walnuts
0: Hello Hi, is this Janie? Yes, it is. Scott and Cat from 91.5 The Beat. Hi. Hi. Hi.
1: Janie, we got your nomination for Scott and Cat's Christmas list, and this, like so many of the other stories we're reading, hit home for us. So we'd like you to explain, just quickly, what's going on with you and why you want to be uh, one of the people that we help out with this program.
3: Okay. uh, Do you want me to do that now? Yes, please. please. Okay. um, Well, um, as you know, like with COVID hitting... Um, my uh, husband he was out of work since August of not like last year and I was supporting the five of us and we Whoa, con- five yeah I have boys oh how old are they uh, my one son is 20 the one's gonna be 19 on Sunday and my youngest is 17 yeah, so I you got five.
1: three older, older boys. teenage boys
3: that's I an. Ex- have, I have five boys in total
1: five yeah. boys
0: that's ex- That's expensive. Um, the grocery bill is what I'm thinking about top of mind. But generally speaking, those are all ages where they're heading off into potentially college and university and everything else.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, only like my uh, youngest is in grade 12, and my soon-to-be 19-year-old's still looking into college, and my 20-year-old just started working.
1: Okay. So your husband's laid off. You yeah, have. So am I.
0: And you are
3: too. <laughs> yeah, we both got laid off on Friday. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. I think I'm what day it was, but I'm uh, sorry, on top of all of that, he like I, we lost our car because I was the only one at the time working. Um,
1: <clears throat> what, what do you mean you lost your car? Was it like repossessed or?
3: We couldn't afford it anymore. It was a lease.
1: Oh, okay.
3: And uh, so he finally started back to work in August of this year, like just before his birthday. I got he got into the factory that I'm at. And he ended up having a seizure at work and hitting his head. Oh so we're still waiting to find out what caused that. And now with us both being laid off, we can't even pay rent. It's 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 just on top of each other. Well, uh, I want to I just want to be able to breathe. That's all I want to do.
0: Janie, yeah, one of the one of the things in your in your nomination here that I'm reading, um, let me just read a bit of it. I feel like I'm drowning, and I have not said any of this to anyone. I go along like I'm the happiest person in the world.
3: Yeah, it's exactly
0: so a, Anybody like who knows you may not know about all of, all of what you're struggling with. Yeah.
1: Geez, Janie. I mean, I, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about your family and I, I truly admire what you're doing. I really do. Put that smile on your face and power through and hope for the best. But I do think you did the right thing by reaching out to us. I, I'm assuming that with the situation you're in, I mean, your husband's awaiting medical results. Neither of you are working. You've lost your car. You've got that big family. And I mean, your grocery bill, like Kat kind of alluded to, must be ridiculous. I mean, it's
3: 300 a week at least. Oh, wow, uh, yeah.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to do about rent. I mean, God, that is, uh, I hate that you're going through that. and And we can't fix every problem, but we definitely want to do what we can to help you guys out a little bit. Because let's be honest, Christmas is just around the corner.
3: Oh, yeah, and especially when you have a child with a birthday like a week before.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> all right. Listen, Janie, we uh, we want to help you out here. And we've oh. got some incredible sponsors this year for the the Christmas list. We've got Access Storage, Charm Diamond Centers, Tony Joe Hall, Waterloo Honda, all jumping on board to help out. Uh, first, I mean, we mentioned we mentioned the cost of groceries, so why not go out for a nice dinner with the family? We have a $250 state and Maine gift card for you guys, so you can enjoy a little... Yeah, a little takeout or dine-in, whatever your whatever your pleasure. And uh, they've got a fantastic menu there at State & Main. Uh, it would be nice to win millions of dollars. So why don't we hook you up with $100 in Lotto Max tickets, and we'll include Encore in that too. Oh,
1: thank you. There, there's a chance for you.
0: <laughs> uh, you seem like such an incredible mom, such a hardworking person, and an amazing spouse too. So we'd love for you to treat yourself, but you do with it what you want. A $500 Charm Diamonds gift card is also what we'd like to give. Oh, thank you so much. And to top it off, we know that none of that that I just mentioned may pay the bills unless you do happen to win the millions uh, with Lotto Max. So we'd like to give you $600. Oh,
3: wow. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Would that help? Yes, it would.
1: That 600 bucks you can use for uh, rent, groceries, whatever you need to. Or, But please try and, and get some gifts under the tree for for your family because it sounds like it's been a hell of a year and uh, you know something to open up on, on Christmas would be great. So allocate a little bit of that funding to gifts too, okay?
0: I will. Janie, we hope you and your family have a Merry Christmas. I know it's been a really, really tough year for you, but we really hope things turn around for 2022 for you, okay? Oh, I hope so, too. Thank you so much.
1: We're sending phone hugs to you and your whole family. Merry Christmas. Hopefully things turn around for you.
0: Merry Christmas
3: to you, too. And I hope you guys have a blessed year.
1: The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy.